Um, so I don't know if it's been long enough, and you can say I don't know what you're talking about, uh, and I'll understand. But it, are we safe to talk about the time that Vin Diesel smorted off to you, and you had to kick his ass, almost got <laughs> taken off the movie? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> okay, I understand. I understand. <laughs> Looking to upgrade your Jeep? Who is it, right? How would you like to get free gear to make those upgrades happen even faster? The Jeep Talk Show, the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast, is giving you, the listener, a chance to win big-ticket items from brands you know, love, and trust. Want in on the action? We'll be giving away major Jeep gear from big-name brands every month. This isn't going to be stickers, hats, and t-shirts. We're talking about serious gear that can change your Jeep build in a big way. So listen to the show every week and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss your opportunity to win the Jeep Talk Show's biggest giveaways ever. Nexon Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the Nexon Tires that are on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator, the Nexon Tire Rodian MTX at NexonTireUSA.com. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jock. I like making people laugh. That's It's good for my soul. Jock. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. Greetings and salutations. It's another Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central, and we're back for another great roundtable episode. You are welcome to join us in our Zoom meeting and be one of our Zoom people or nights or nightettes of the roundtable. Hey, are you new to the roundtable? Perhaps new to the Jeep Talk Show? Well, welcome. The roundtable is listeners like you connecting with us on Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. You don't have to be invited. You just need a meeting link and a password. Everyone is invited because everyone has an opinion or something to share. To get this meeting invite, subscribe to our newsletter at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. All right, guys. So uh, originally, we were going to have uh, Paul uh, from uh, from Nexon Tires on with us tonight, and uh, there was a bit of a mix-up. wasn't sure he was coming out, so we uh, put out a newsletter and uh, made this a uh, back to basics uh, roundtable where we're going to have a, a list of questions, which you guys may remember in the the far past before we had so many uh, celebrities with questions and answers here on the show. Uh, but uh, Paul did make it, so we are going to be talking with uh, Paul of Nexon Tires tonight and uh, doing some questions and answers uh, from Paul. Uh, I'm going to ask right away, why are Nexon Tire Rodian MTX is so damn good off-road? And I bet you Paul still doesn't have an answer. (laughs) Other than it's it's a great tire. We do a good job. So anyway, Paul has been in the automotive industry for 29 years and in the past 15 years was in the tire industry. Eight years with uh, Hancock uh, Tire and seven years with Nexon Tire, managing motorsports and events. Paul has been in the off-road market for several years now, including many trips rock crawling in the past years. Most recently built a Jeep Gladiator, which of course is running the 37-inch Nexon Tire, Nexon Rodian MTX tires. Paul, did I get that right? Is it, uh, it is running the 37s. You didn't put 35s on the Gladiator, did you? <clears throat> No, I put 37s. Yeah. Now, would you have put 40s on there if Nixon made 40-inch tires? 
not not on that vehicle. I mean, yeah, it, it's capable, but you know, I already re-geared for thirty-seven, and definitely don't want to gear it for forties and lose all that mileage. It's bad enough, you know, getting thirteen. You know, so well, that's that's good to hear because I get about uh, thirteen, sometimes fourteen. Uh, on my 35s on my Gladiator. So uh, you're getting ab- about what I would get on the 35s. So that that's kind of uh, kind of fun. Now, you know, that's always been the the, the big question for everybody. And, and you've probably heard it more times than you care to mention. But uh, is there any update on Nexon coming out with 40-inch uh, Rodian MTXs? Uh, and they still <laughs> talk about it. Um, probably not yet. Um, I know that they're looking at the the rugged um, patterns, which is usually between the all-terrain and mud-terrain. Uh-huh. Um, I know that they're looking at that right now. They're working on it. But maybe after that, maybe they'll consider 40. But like I said before, to make 40s, we have to expand our building and the machines. So... Who knows? You know, it, it's right now a company is focusing on doing expansion for our European, our Europe factories. So maybe after that, who right. knows? Right. So uh, this is kind of interesting. Uh, I thought uh, we uh, we recently spoke because you know we've had a couple of uh, winners for the next entire giveaways, and uh, they've uh, with everything going on with shipping and everything else that was going on, it's been a long wait uh, for them to get in their tires. In fact, I, I saw an email today from our first next entire winner uh, asking <laughs> for an update, and uh, I did not I did not respond to him because I wanted to give you the fir- first option. He may be listening to this, so he may find out right now so uh it, it, can you share do you feel comfortable sharing this the story that we we actually uh, were discussing about uh where the next tires are and the process for for him getting the that that first set of tires that we give away yeah actually the size that he wanted was one of those sizes that gosh i think there was a lot of back order and we didn't make it for a while um, but it is coming. I saw that on the system that it was already in the water. So it, it could be already, uh, you know, trying to clear customs already. So it's definitely any time. Um, but, you know, there's definitely a lot of reasons behind that. Um, as you all know, you know, because of all the pandemic and many other things. But um, especially for us, we kind of held off on producing our Rodin MTX in order to produce the two new tires um so that's why you know the mtx was kind of behind because we were focusing on the two new patterns first mm-hmm. and then making sure that we have enough inventory when we launch and then you know we went into production with the mtx so which is right now so good i was hoping that you would, i didn't want to say anything i was hoping you were going to go that direction because uh, i wanted to ask you about the new tires that nexon is coming out with uh, can you tell us much about that <laughs> Yes. Um, so one tire is in the in the past our all terrain we call it um, AT Pro, um, but the new tire is Rodian ATX. Um, so it's all terrain, a little bit more of extreme, depending on um, which size. Certain size will have same thing with MTX. It will be a twelve ply. Certain size is not. Um, even the ATX very similar to our MTX where it's a dual sidewall. Um, you know, and that particular tire right now, we are also using it as part of the race at the championship off-road, uh, which I think this weekend is the final race at the Crandon. 
So one of the team, you know, goes back and forth depending on the condition. He'll use like MTX sometimes and he'll use our ATX sometimes. Um, so far, he's been doing great. I mean, with the ATX, he won one of the rounds. So we know that tire works. Um, so that is one of the pattern. And then the other one is HTX2. Um, the, the original one, the HTX, I mean, it's always been, um, it's a highway terrain. Um, we've been supplying for a lot of the OE fitment as well, like Dodge Ram. Um, so the HTX2 and the ATX will also be, you know, obviously in the future will be uh, an OE fitment for certain vehicles as well. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, I'm going to go with that question that I uh, mentioned at the top of the show, the one that I, I sat there in uh, in a vehicle and asked uh, the salesman that came out to the, uh, the next entire event I was invited to, and you – and I was just really impressed with the Nexon tires, and there was a lot of people around me that were very impressed with it, that had much more experience than I did. And mm -hmm. I, I asked you both, why is the Nexon tire Rodian MTX, why does it perform so well? And <clears throat> I never got a straight answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And it's it, okay if I don't get a straight answer this time, but I got to ask. <laughs> I, like, I would say this way. I don't think there's anyone in the tire industry could really say why their tires really perform the way it does because you know you design it certain ways you know you create functions you create you know there's a lot of element based on structure compound design you know everything has to work together in order to produce what you want to produce but you know testing on the machine and you know or controlled area we test versus when everybody's using it on the road, on on the trail, uh, with different setup, different vehicle, different weight, everything else, then it's going to be hit and miss. So in order to say why our tires work so well, which it does, um, I tell people, you know what? It's 50% luck, to be honest. Because <laughs> well, that know, makes we, sense. But to have have somebody in the, in the industry say that, I think, is really cool. Well, because it's... Yeah, because certain things you just never know, right? It's it's kind of like you and I could have the exact same vehicle, same setup. But if you're running, you know, let's just say if you're on a trail on 18 PSI and I'm on a trail with 14 PSI, we might have different feedback. Right, right. right. And even on the road, if you're running like 31 on the highway and I'm running 28 on highway, we're going to have a different feedback, mm -hmm. you know? So it's really hard to say what's you know, the perfect way to do it. But um, the reason why we say that we got lucky at some point, um, maybe it's not the right way to put it, but, you know, I'm just going to explain it that way. Because a lot of times, like, especially on a mud terrain, a lot of people want a very aggressive sidewall, right? So you want that sidewall bite and you want that block to be really big and thick and just coming down the whole sidewall. Well, we didn't make it that way. We, if you look at our sidewall design, it doesn't pass the halfway. Right. And also at the same time, people are scared where they go, oh, my gosh, that's a 12 ply. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. But based on our 12 ply compared to other brands, that's maybe eight plies or 10 plies, um, same vehicle, same weight. I mean, identical vehicle. And we aired down to 14 PSI. Our tire actually had more contact patch than the other brand when other brand should flex more right mm -hmm. if they're eight you know eight ply right 
Um, but with our 12 ply, it actually flex more, but also durable. And I think the reason why is sometimes, you know, that sidewall is very sensitive, right? It's, it's, um, how would I say, you know, you put a lot of weight, but you also have air. So the way it reacts and the way how it heats up, everything plays, you know, their, its role. But because our sidewall blocks doesn't cover the whole sidewall. So that middle point, when you air down, it actually flexes. Whereas if you design with the side block to be passing this midpoint, then when you're flexing, it's not going to flex properly. And that's why I, we feel that that's why our tires actually get more contact patch. Mm -hmm. So again, you know, was it luck? Was it planned that way? Well, you know, we did what we can within our area of what we could produce, but it just came out right. But, right. you know, but at the same time, we had a great people to test with. I mean, obviously, you've been there. You met, you know, Don Alexander and you met other people. But when we're testing our MTX, we were using 33s going through all that, you know, Gold Mountain and Jambo, all those areas that we did our, at our ride and drive that when we're using 37s, when we tested was 33s. So we made it difficult. Um, and when we're testing, I'm talking about certain areas we draw a line and we have to go, the driver has to go exactly same line, same way. Like we just do it over and over because, you know, when you're, when you're on the rocks, crawl, you know, when you're doing rock crawling, that half an inch towards the left could change your articulation, which means you might lose a grip or you might gain grip, right? Right. So we try to keep it exactly the same so that we, our data, data is correct. Um, so we did that for days on different brands, different areas, um, and then we just picked the right one. So again, yeah, we could kind of call it a partial luck, but we did put a lot of effort. Yeah, it, it's a design, and I'm, you went into it, uh, it intelligently to design it that way, but just because it's designed that way doesn't mean it's going to work that way. So I guess the luck aspect of it is is that it's actually working out <laughs> is designed so yeah i mean it, it, it makes sense uh but it was uh, it was just a fantastic run out there and this is gosh what was it 20 2018 or something that that this was going yeah. on and yeah. uh, still very memorable of course the area it was was great to be in um so the thing the next thing i want to ask you is and if you can't answer this i, I certainly understand um this just see seems to be the a, a really really good off-road tire that doesn't uh, get nearly the credit that it should get, um, and I'm I'm really surprised by that. Uh, and I know it's a it's a money thing. It's a uh, getting out there, get people to know it, uh, know the tire, which was a lot of what uh, you've been doing over these years, and one of the reasons why you're doing the the, the tire giveaway on our show. Uh, which, uh, if I hadn't said recently, thank you and God bless you and Nexon Tires for supporting uh, the uh, the Jeep Talk Show. But uh, the thing I want to ask is, um, have you guys ever, uh, and, and, and surely you have, considered uh, maybe contacting Jeep and getting that tire uh, on, uh, uh, on the Jeep vehicles, maybe even uh, other vehicles uh, with FCA or Stellantis, so that people would uh, know the Nexon name and know it more as a truck uh, tire, an off-road tire, than uh, a go-fast and slide-sideways tire? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean... We've always worked with FCA. I mean, we're actually one of the great partners with them, and they're, they're one of our great partners as well. And, um, you know, we've been supplying a lot of tires for them from, 
you know, from the previous ones like, you know, 200C, 300C, scat pack of, you know, on the Challenger, the, the 1320 scat pack. We did that drag tire for them. Um, we always been supplying tires to for their Dodge, you know, Dodge Ram. Um, we're also on Jeep side of it. We've been supplying tires for the Wagoneer. Um, and also negotiating with many other patterns with other, uh, you know, models. Um, you know, obviously on my end, I can't confirm anything until, you know, um, those manufacturers give us permission to say so because, mm -hmm. you know, we got to keep it confidential. So, yeah, I can't really say um, yes or no or which vehicles or whatnot. But, you know, I could just tell you that we are very close with FCA. We do supply tires for the Dodge side and the Jeep side, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, so we have a lot of potential to be in any of those, their vehicles. Um, so, yeah, I expect the. Uh, you know, more of our tires popping up in uh, any of those Dodge or Jeep vehicles in the future. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. Well, I th like I think, I, I mean, like I've said, I think it would just uh, uh, mean so much because tires are, are very, um, uh, how do you, how do you say it? It's, it's, it's a huge expense and uh, you don't want to be the guy buying the wrong tire. Uh, because everybody's going to know it, <laughs> and, and you're going to be out uh, some a significant amount of money. I think uh, we all know the stories of people getting uh, tires that are soft compound, and they try to use them on the road. It's a, a daily driver or something that isn't just an off-road vehicle, and they get uh, very, very low miles out of it, and they, they just go, well, I can't be spending a thousand, fifteen hundred, twenty-five hundred dollars uh, for a set of tires every, you know, every six months. You you want something? You want that magical tire that uh, does very well off-road, uh, on and and on road, and uh, you don't have to buy another set uh, for twenty, thirty years. <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't <laughs> exist. But you want to get that. Those are the the three things I think most people want, and it's very hard to trust a tire and that's one of the things that we're trying to do here is encourage people to to do that trust try that next entire out because uh, i love them i mean uh, i was a bf goodrich guy for for many years on every time ever since i modified my uh my jeep cherokee it was uh, bf goodrich because that's what everybody else was doing and i felt that was a a safe choice mm -hmm. and uh, i instantly noticed a difference with the next tires. And, uh, and especially on the Gladiator, it, they, they're just they're just wonderful. They're not. Um, there is no noticeable difference between the the uh, uh, ATs that I, I call them loosely ATs from Jeep uh, mm -hmm. and the uh, uh, 35, 12 and a half by 15, uh, by seventeens that I have on the Gladiator. Uh, mm -hmm. Little a little noise, mm -hmm. uh, but really not much. Uh, you know, no no uh, growling noise. It certainly wasn't as bad as the. Uh, uh, the BFGs uh, when they started cupping that was that was a lot of noise with those <laughs> yeah it's it's a uh, you know tire industry is very difficult I mean it's uh, you know like earlier when we we're talking about you know the industry itself you know for tire companies you know we don't work with huge margin you know people might think so but it's not you know but we rely on the volume we rely on you know, a better economy, you know, a, a very simple way is when the gas price goes up, people drive less. When people drive less, less tires to sell. That's, that's how simply when you Oh yeah, put, that makes sense. Um, but at the same time, you know, you know, the, how would I say, 
maybe the off-road scene is a little bit different, but let's just say if you take it as a just general public, tire is the last thing people worry about. Tire is the last thing you want to touch. Um, but people don't realize it's the one of the most important thing on your vehicle. You know, it doesn't matter if you're off-roading or racing or just driving, you know, family vehicle, whatever it is, tires make a huge difference because, you know, it's just, you know, when you step out of the house, you do everything you can, right? From doing your hair down to whatever, but usually shoes is the last thing you put on. Right. Or you leave, you, you, leave, you know, um, but we all know at the same time, some people are sensitive, some people are not, but like myself, I'm very sensitive when it comes to shoes, how it fits, you know, how long of a day, like if I know that I'm going to be out and about for a whole day, I make sure I wear certain shoes so that I'm not, you know, hurting later. I'm not going to wear slippers and out all day, right? So it's that important that the shoes make a huge difference based on if you're going to have back pain or not, if you're having a good day, you know, it has to do with a lot of things. And that's what tires is, but people don't look at it that way. They take it for granted. It's just a big round black thing and you know you hate to change it you know because it costs sure. money oh yeah big money but, too and it can make a huge difference in uh, in your vehicle and its safety so safety. paul so paul i got a theory when you're uh when you're relaxing uh are, are you wearing crocs you seem to be a, a nice crocs uh, man to me me no <laughs> <laughs> um i had one before um i mean don't get me wrong it is comfortable um you know i'm sure a lot of us at one point or another you go through the crocs phase <laughs> you, you went through the Birkenstock phase um no but it's it's uh yeah i i'm always picky on my shoes it, yeah. it's yeah i mean you know even down to slippers or my tennis shoes whatever i do collect a lot of shoes and oh interesting. i do but i don't collect them to put on a case i wear them all yeah it doesn't matter if it's a a $50 shoes or $1,000 shoes, I wear them and, you know, I enjoy them. So Yeah, that's exactly right. So yeah. uh, that's what you do with tires. You you uh, you enjoy them. And uh, the Nixon, uh, Rody, and MTX is certainly are enjoyable. Um, so <laughs> what were the two the two new brands that are coming out? What are they called? It's Rodian ATX and Rodian HTX2. Um, you know, I, I know earlier I didn't talk about much on the HTX2, but HTX2 actually has even one of them if you if you request for the the white lettering um you can um and also both tires are three peak mountain snowflake certified um normally on all-terrain is very i wouldn't say it's easy but it's definitely a challenge to get it done but on a highway terrain i believe we are the first company to have that three peak mountain snowflake on a highway terrain tire so which is very hard to do but we got it done um and you know you need that marking especially when you're trying to sell to a certain area right mm -hmm. uh, so especially like let's say even if you go to canada that's what they require you know if you don't if you don't have that marking people don't buy your tires right it's very important in those areas i know what you mean yeah. All right. Well, let's get the uh, let's get the Zoom people uh, involved in uh, in this uh, right now. We've been having fun talking and uh, been leaving the Zoom people out. Uh, I think I see John uh, uh, John L pa pacing back and forth. He's got probably fifty questions. He's ready to ask. Oh my! I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my best. So we now join the Zoom meeting, which is already in progress. Please keep in mind that what you are about to hear is completely unrehearsed. 
The opinions may be strong <clears throat> and may or may not reflect the opinion of the Jeep Talk Show. All right, Zoom people, you know how it works. Please say your name uh, and your general location uh, as you ask your uh, first question or make your first comment. Uh, greetings and thank you for sitting through a, a longer than uh, an ordinary uh, mini interview at the beginning of this episode. Evening. Hey, hey, this is uh, this is John from Central Texas, and I'll kick it off with a with a quick question here. So, um, you mentioned about the sidewall lugs. You know, in addition to uh, performance, which is you know a, a big deal. Uh, you just you said that there was a conscious decision not to bring the sidewall lugs or have that aggressive sidewall pattern. Um, you know, a lot of the off-road tires are really also about looks. So can you kind of just go into maybe a little bit on, on that decision to not um, to not have that aggressive sidewall um, and to kind of move away from that? It does look really fancy whenever you see tires with those those lugs on the side. It's like, ooh, you know, that's, 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 uh, that's mean looking. Yeah, when you're looking at performance with the big other tire manufacturers, like Tony, you mentioned BFG or Nitto or any of the rest of them, uh, almost all of them do have those big, deep side lugs. So since Nexon did not go that route, I'm just curious the, the thought process behind that. Um, multiple things. Um, definitely not a secret, so I'll definitely tell you guys. Um, first thing is um, our machines can't make a big ones. <laughs> so... Our handicap made it a positive way for us. So as much as we, at, at some point in the beginning, we didn't know what's gonna be, what's gonna work and what's not gonna work. But when it came down to the design, we kept it high because that's what our machine could handle. Um, our machine couldn't make the big sidewall. So we work with what we can, but somehow it just came out that way. And I agree when it comes to looks, people want that aggressive look even on a highway terrain and even all terrain, you want that good sidewall so it looks aggressive. Um, and we get it, you know, And but at the same time, we know that, you know, the, the big sidewalls tend to kind of work a little bit when it comes down to um, in the mud. But honestly, when you're really rock crawling, it's the compound and how, how it flexes. It's not, those blocks, those crazy blocks on the sidewall doesn't give you more grip um, when it comes to rock crawling, you know, it's it's only when you're paddling through like certain mud area, then it'll help because, you know, if it didn't work, if you need a big sidewalk to do rock crawling, then we will be struggling a lot, but we don't, you know, so we know for a fact that it is a compound more on the compound than the size of the block. Um, and based on your question, we had no choice, you know, we, that's all we could produce. And that's what we did. And somehow it came out the way we wanted to. Um, it's not going to fit for everyone, um, you know, so that's why it, I would say it's not compensating. It was more for design look, but also at the same time, maybe you could say that you're compensating. So that's why we made a dual sidewall. So you have a choice of, you know, which way you want to look. Um, but again, you know, we just couldn't do it the way other brands did. So, so what are the patterns? You mentioned the dual, the dual sidewall. What is the, what is the patterns? What do you call those at Nexon? Uh, we call them machine and beast. That's right, machine and beast. The, the beast is it supposed to be like a, a talons, uh, the, like chickens with big talons. No, it's actually, <laughs> actually, you know, I, I think I might have said it on our long time ago when I first did the podcast. Uh -huh. You know, we when we're producing this tire, like we were kind of lost on okay where do we start you know what kind of look do we want so 
what we end up doing is we had a friend um he he designs a lot of cars for you know many race cars and he does it for like motor trend he used to do a lot of uh he, you know one of the artists for like the dc comics so we reached out to him and said hey look at all these patterns and i want you to come up with your own way and he came up with this design and then from there we start adjusting every little point to make it functional um yeah when it comes out to that, then a lot of patterns look very similar, but that's how we started. And when it comes to the sidewall, it was just like we went out for a break from our office, you know, and uh, we're just discussing about sidewall and we were talking about, hey, should we go with the standard look or what kind of looks do we want? And we we're talking about rock crawling. So we we're thinking about like Jurassic Park, you know, we want that dinosaur like claw. Mm hmm and uh and that's how it started so we decided okay you know what? why don't we do the claw you know on one side and do the traditional blocks on the other side yeah so yep. yeah very cool yeah literally a five minute walk outside of the building and we came up with that <laughs> oh yeah I, I, i'm not saying there was beer involved but it sounds like there was beer involved <laughs> sometimes you need it yes <laughs> yeah so hopefully that this answers is, your question this is Larry from the St. Louis area. I had a chance to wheel with Don, Wendy, and uh, Mike here in the Zoom room on Gold Mountain and John Bull. And we got to see the uh, the Rodians in, in work on the rocks up there. Just out of curiosity, very few things work the first time out. So how many policy uh, revisions of those tires do you guys have to go through to get to get into where you're at right now? Uh, revisions, um, you know, as of the pattern wise, we kept it exactly the same. So the way you have to produce, sometimes before you go into production, you might have one or maybe two designs, if anything. Uh, what we did was we kept the same design, but each each um, cat like when we separated, certain ones will have certain compounds, certain ones will have certain structure, um, and then we test it out um so we try to get all the feedback from the driver based on how you know the functions and the feedback you go through everything and then we take that theory compared to what that tire how the tire is made what type of sidewall what type of compound and basically later on we put everything together and said okay you know what we're going to put this compound with this sidewall and then we're going to do this sidewall with this compound and then we narrow down and then we test again and then we keep on narrowing down to the ones that we want. So how many revisions? I think we had, oh gosh, maybe the final ones that we tested was probably close to about 10 different compound structure and then narrowed down to three and then we picked one. So, okay, uh, yeah. And before we go through that, like on a trail, a lot of stuff are done through the computer simulation. So when we design tires you input all that design into a computer that computer will simulate um what it can do and how it's going to perform we get that's on certain phase and then you go through another machine to check the loads noise level you go through all that and then you know then we take it out and um, hit the trail you know and that that's for race tires mud terrain any passenger tires whatever it is very similar um ways of how we test Okay, thank you. Not a problem. Good evening. This is Steve outside of Chicago. So, being a supply chain guy that I am, I got to ask, what's the future look like for the rubber supply? I know that there's been a lot of flooding, uh, 
COVID-19, they haven't been plant, they didn't plant as much, and how, what's the uh, time to maturity that that's going to affect these lower uh, plantings going to hit you guys? Oh, gosh, I think for us right now, currently, I don't think we're worrying too much on the supply chain. I think it's getting definitely a lot better. Um, but in the past, when you're going through the whole supply chain issue, um, I'll give you a scenario. When there's no supply chain issue, there are times where, let's just say, if you produce a tire in Korea and when you, we bring it here, it takes, like, let's just say, the moment it goes into a container and the moment it gets to our warehouse, we estimate two weeks. There are times where we're overstocked, we can't take too many containers in. And then what we do is we put on different vessel that's going to loop around that's going to take a longer route. So instead of taking two, taking two weeks, sometimes we put in a container uh, and that's going to be in a certain vessel that would take a month, for instance. That's when it's a good scenario. Now, during the pandemic, it was totally reversed. Everything took long. It cost way too much. It did affect us a lot um, when it comes to the cost because, you know, like I was saying earlier, we work with small margins. So when we have to add so much cost to like, you know, double or triple the cost of each container, we have to add that into the tire, right? But we can't equally add it into the tire and let the consumer pay for it. We have to eat up certain amount of cost as well, right? So it was a lot of struggle. So currently the supply chain side of it, it is, like I said, the price is dropping. It is getting a little bit quicker and quicker. Um, but I think what we're worrying about right now is not the supply chain, is the market because when there's inflation, recession, you know, when you go through certain things like that, top tier, when you're on the top, you know, you're at, you're at a brand point where people are willing to pay no matter what, right? And then you got the bottom tiers where, you know, you're price shopping, that's the brand. When you're like, like Nexon, right at the middle, on the upper side, you struggle because then you got to spend so much more money on the marketing just to make that sales. You know, we're at that middle point, which is really hard. So things have been slowing down lately on the uh, the whole tire industry, obviously, and everywhere else. But, you know, like I said, on the supply chain, we're not going through as, you know, we're not going through the same issue as compared to last year. So it's definitely getting better on the supply chain. But just the market itself is making it harder. Well, so. it's interesting you bring that up because I walked into Discount Tire a month ago for rotation. Mm -hmm. And I've been going to Discount Tire for 20 years. This is the first time in 20 years I walked in and there was no one else there. Correct. There was, there was no customers. And I, and I started talking to the manager. I, I mean, it really caught me off guard. You know, and he's just like, yeah, it's the, the prices of gas obviously is hitting everybody to your point. You know, tires are the last thing they're thinking about right now. They're trying to conserve. So I, I, can, I can understand where that's going to be tough sell to, to market the, the higher end tires. Yeah. And, and also too, sometimes it changes by how the car market changes, right? You remember like now things are, you know, starting to come down, but when we look at beginning of the year, how even, you know, even last year, you look at all the used cars price was like skyrocket because you can't get new cars. So we, so like last year, there's a lot of used cars being sold. So we sold a lot of tires last year. Um, this year, a lot of the new cars are coming out and people are shifting you know directions of what kind of vehicle and are they buying used or new you know based on the economy some people are traveling less and you know there's so many things happening um 
And and I think it's, you know, I, I hate to say this, but, you know, some people say when you watch the news, some people are saying, hey, you know what, there's a chance of going through like depression, right? So when the economy hits this way, some people do feel depressed, which means you're not going to purchase or, you know, you'll be you'll be buying, you know, more of a personal things and not on, you know, the tires are the last thing. So, yeah, it, it's definitely hitting the market really hard. So it, things have been slowing down a lot. Yeah, you can't make tire soup and live off of that. So there you go. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's not the first time we figure it out, um, you know, and for us, especially, we don't have a factory in U.S. We rely on, you know, all the tires that we sell in U.S. are made in Korea. Um, but we get taxed, we get extra tax, you know, by the government, which, you know, is totally understandable, right? You're trying to create more jobs in U.S., um, so you're adding more tax um, to the imported brands uh, so that, you know, on the market, you're not dumping it. So we get hit a lot on the percentage. We end up spending millions of dollars every year just paying extra tax, you know. So, you know, it's tire industry is definitely not easy. You know, we get affected in many different ways. So, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, again, when you're talking about, like, the supply chain and the market right now, it's, you know, just like anything else, right? It's not just tires. It's food, gas, whatever it is, it's it's just upside down nonstop. So it's pretty crazy right now. Uh, Paul, I can imagine that uh, people are wondering, uh, our, our Jeep Talk Show listeners are, are wondering if we're going to continue to do the, the next entire uh, giveaways. And uh, none of this that's going on with Nexon is uh, is going to stop that is it i mean it's 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 affected uh, us getting the tires into the country to give to our our two current uh winners giveaway winners but mm-hmm. uh, that's completely separate from everything else that's going on with the economy no i think it's it will be kind of how would i say it'll be stupid for a company to stop doing it you know because the amount of investment we put out there to give out a set um per month through a jeep talk show it's it's a chump change compared to what we spent elsewhere um but also i think you know um how would i say you know these days you have so many things out on on the internet especially on youtube and instagram and tiktok you got like you know so many influencers right nothing wrong with that but you know when certain individuals they get too popular they get too commercialized then people start going okay well he's just being sponsored that's why he's saying certain things but when the tires go to the right people, like your listeners, that's a true statement. So for us, I think it's it's a better move to continue than saying like, well, things have slowed down. Let's cut this budget. No, I think it'll be kind of stupid to do that. So. Yeah. Well, anything can happen, but uh, that certainly isn't the, the current plan. So we're going to be continuing to do uh, the, the Nixon uh, tire giveaways uh, here in the the very near future. So I figured that was going to be on everybody's mind that is uh, hoping to win a set of tires. Uh, you know, uh, Paul, can I can I get something uh, maybe in writing that uh, says uh, Steve-O cannot win a set of uh, Nexon tires? Because that'd be great, and it wouldn't be my responsibility. It would be uh, something I'd just say, hey, well, you know, the, the Nexon tire people hey, what's that about? don't want you to have them. <laughs> <laughs> just, just text me. Just text gotta, me what to write, and I'll do it. Get my radio away. <laughs> This is uh, Mike Zen uh, from California. Uh-oh. I'm actually one of the. This is the yeah, second winner. He wants to know where the hell his tires are. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I I already know the situation, and I'm actually I told Tony already that I'm understandable, and I am you know I have patience. So 
but you know uh, as far as you know you're saying that you know you wanted the feedback from customers i can i can honestly tell you i've been running the nixon tires for about good four years and i love them so much that i put the nixon tire decal on my jeep um because it's like they're, they're so amazing you know they're they'll go basically anywhere you want to go they go on you know on they do great on snow sand uh even on the road so you know i, I remember when i went to a uh off-road trip and i got a gash on the uh, sidewall and i'm like great this has been a you know leak but because the sidewall on the next entire next tires are are thick it didn't leak at all and i was actually i was able to uh run it that way for months it didn't never leak but uh, i replaced the 33s to 35 so uh, i'm on my second set mm -hmm. but uh but yeah i i think you made an uh, an amazing uh tire i love them and i can't uh stress enough to people hey you gotta get the next tires because you know i love them and um and no i'm not getting paid for this so but yeah they're <laughs> just a great tire that and i, I, don't, I just want to say thank you for supporting the Jeep talk show and uh, and producing a great tire well, why don't you let us borrow yours, Mike, so we can see how they are. They are. He'll sell you one with a gash in it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nothing but, but selling. <laughs> you, you, you can take the used ones once I, once I get my new ones. <laughs> I'm not above three. So the good news, Mike, is is that they're uh, the, they're getting some in. I mean, I, I don't think that, that uh, the container has uh, reached the shore yet. Uh, I don't think your set is on there, uh, but uh, 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 Keith's set is, uh, I believe, is on there. So at least there's hope that uh, you'll be getting some some tires. And and correct me if I'm wrong here. You're planning on just uh, uh, squirreling these things away, so for your next next and next entire change, you'll have a set to put on. Right. They're just going to be. Um, I'm going to just store it until I'm ready to uh, change the tires. Because right now, the ones that I have, they're they still have plenty of life. And I had them for, for for a while now, so they actually do, uh, you know, retain uh, life on on the tire. So I, I've I've driven miles on this thing, and they're still good. And this is your but, um, this is your daily driver. I can't remember. Do you have a long or a short uh, drive by, back and forth to work? It is my daily driver. Uh, I've been driving for years to uh, work for forty miles one way. There you um, go, folks. But I just recently got, yeah, I recently got transferred, and now I'm just driving eight miles one way. So that's oh my uh, God, that's, that's got to be a lot better. <laughs> An eight mile drive. <laughs> you don't have time to listen to the podcast with that eight mile drive. <laughs> but I still do. <laughs> hey, uh, I do want to say, Paul, uh, Paul um, do you guys still own the uh, the warehouse in? Uh, I believe it's in Ontario. Uh yes, yes, we still do. Okay, okay, because yeah, so I I uh, I have a suggestion instead of sending me the tires here and paying for shipping costs i could pick them up at that warehouse and you just got to give me the uh the uh, purchase order and i'll pick them up from there paul loves not having to pay shipping <laughs> yes that, that's always been the battle internally when he's paying for shipping <laughs> but yeah, yeah that'll be the cheapest sure. way but I, I, i'm willing to do that Okay, uh, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be easier. And I think I told you, Paul. Mike is worried about somebody walking away with his his Nexons if they're delivered, and he's not there to to keep an eye on the, on the delivery. Uh oh, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll make we'll make sure. We'll make sure. <laughs> Wait, was I not listening close? It sounded to me like Steve O had to drive out and pick those up for Mike. Ah, <laughs> uh, California's a little bit far to drive for me. 
<laughs> See, Mike, you should tell him he can have the tires. You know he's not going to drive out there now. <laughs> what do you ask you, Bob? It's not that far of a drive. You won't drive to Texas to wheel with us all. You won't come to college. You won't, you won't go anywhere. I'll so go I somewhere if I have time. It's time, man. It's not the distance. Yeah, so this is Larry again. So I'll just say the, the add on to what Mike was saying. I've actually rode in Mike's Jeep before on a highway, and those are fairly quiet for a mud terrain. It's tire. surprising, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, so just question on the, on the actual compound, Paul. So I know some people, they make them harder or softer, depending what they want to do. Where does the, I'll say the, I don't want to say durometer, but the, the softness or hardness of the rubber, where does that kind of fall in line with the most of the other tires? Um, I'm glad you brought that up because even, even including like durometer, I think one thing that a lot of people don't realize, um, first, when you check durometer, you're supposed to do it before it's being used, not after. Um, because once, once, once you heat it up, when the oil start coming out, it basically internally on the rubber, it, it's like a combustion, right? And it reacts. And after it does that, when you check the rometer compared to brand new, it's a totally different number. Um, also, <clears throat> on a compound, that's one thing. You go through, you know, you, how hard is it or how soft is it or what's the threshold as, you know, what temperature is, is it going to lose performance or you have all this different element when it comes to compound. But also, um, it's the rubber itself. So sometimes certain brands could create a really good compound, but if they use a bad rubber then it's not going to come out the way you want it it's it's kind of like uh you know it's no different than when you're cooking right um you know it, if you want the right way you got to do it the proper way with the proper tools and proper pans and you know the good ingredients and you're you're at least you're not guaranteed but you're hoping that you're going to get a good tasting meal when you use a crappy ingredient you kind of have to expect to butter it up or add certain amount of things right so it's the dent so when it comes to rubber sometimes it comes down to the density as well so some rubber when you when you feel it you might go hey this this tire when i drive it or when i'm you know rock crawling or when you're racing whatever it feels hard but when you touch it sometimes it might not feel hard it might feel really soft which means it might be very brittle so our tires it's not it's not on the soft side because actually we actually our tires last pretty long compared to many other brands out there but the fact that the block actually moves you know and uh, just moves enough to dig through a certain amount of sand and moves just about enough when you're rock crawling but it doesn't chunk or just tear out all the time is because the density is different so we actually use a good rubber that creates a, a solid density where you know some brands might not use that they might use a you know rubber that's very brittle. So again, they might be soft for good good for competition, but on a long run, they'll fall apart because it's very brittle. So there's a many different factors how the tire reacts and what type of compound we use, what type of rubber we use, and also depending how we structure the carcass of the tire, that creates how much heat is able to hold, how much flex is going to have. So imagine if your carcass is not strong when it's hot it's going to bubble up which means it's like stretching so when it's stretching it's going to affect your blocks as well 
So there's many different things that come in effect to make the right tire. So that's why I was saying like it's partially luck is because you could only do so much and then you have to go out and test and hopefully you came up with the right combination, you know, but right. So again, based on your question, you know, I think I wouldn't say we're not at the hard compound. We're definitely not at the soft, like the racing compound. We're right at the middle, but we use a good rubber and that's why it's able to perform the way it performs. So quality. Yeah, you know, some, some of them, as you, as you wear this, it's like a soft outer skin and as they wear to the, I'll say the tread blocks or whatever you call the wear bars, the, the compound starts getting harder. You mm -hmm. don't get the same traction once you've kind of taken that outer layer off. Correct. And also when you go, as you root, you know, using up all the tread, when it gets deeper and deeper, when you have less tread, there's less movement of the block and it reacts differently, you know? So right. in, in theory, the way the tire is going to perform brand new versus halfway, it's definitely going to perform differently. No matter what brand, what compound, whatever it is, it, it's a guarantee it's going to act differently because, you know, you have, you know, when you have less block, less movement. So then you're going to slip more. Good, thank oh, you. Not a problem. Thank you. How many points of distribution do you guys have? In the how many distribution? Yeah, how many, how many distribution points? How many warehouses? you operate we have currently three in us okay. um we're actually expanding to one more um we don't have a lot of location we just have a few big ones um and so we we tend to kind of rely more on the the distributors the supply to the retailers more than us selling it directly um so yeah even like discount tire we might use them for secondary supply for instance you know so um i think that would change in the future i think once we start opening up more warehouses and hopefully later in the future build a u.s factory then things can change uh, but for right now our distribution we rely a little bit more on our distributors more than our internal ones got it thank you yeah so you mentioned earlier that you uh, are involved in racing i think uh you said off-road championship series um is it can you expand on kind of how you know, what are your, your racing uh, interests there? Are y'all involved with any of the Ultra Force stuff or, or anything like that? Um, yes. Um, we've been doing, in the beginning when we participated uh, participated in uh, Ultra Four, we only did uh, the King of Hammers. But um, this year, right now, we're working with one of the team, actually a couple of teams, but one of the main team, he's been doing... Uh, not only he did King of Hammers, but he's been competing in the Ultra Four Series. Also, during that time, he's competing in the Northern California Rock Crawl Series, uh, so which he just secured championship on the NorCal off road. Um, um, he's, you know, obviously he's running on our MTX on thirty sevens. Um, on the championship off road, we have one driver out there. Uh, on the prospect class it's a small class but you know we felt that smaller class at least he has a better chance of winning and also putting our brand in the spotlight versus you know being in the dust with a bunch of like 20 30 cars right so um we've been doing that for the championship off-road is our second year um ultra four has been our fourth year um 
so yeah i think the company definitely likes the off-road side more than the other other racing right now so but in addition to just like the results of the podium finishes or championships is there anything that you're learning through that that's translating into your your uh production or development or anything like that is there anything that at least that you could share maybe some of you can share but is there anything you're learning through the racing series that uh you think is, is translatable um yes definitely i think when it comes to ultra four series maybe not too much when it comes down to the design of our tire like i think championship off-road you know because you're on a short course and the condition change all the time based on different track and different days condition change so the driver has to go back and forth from roading mtx to roading atx they have to sipe certain areas or, or groove certain areas or whatever they got to do to make it work and based on that we look at it and go okay even in our tire even with our design if you put certain things it works certain ways on certain conditions so we learn from that um but also you know if we wanted to go deeper into it, uh, we internally we discuss about, you know, do we want to make a race compound and getting into a certain class and then have the engineers there all the time monitor all that stuff. Um, we thought about doing that to kind of advance our you know technology, but currently we're not is because um, when you're running 37s, you're limited to certain class or certain series, right? So if we're if we're able to produce 39s or even 40s, then we get to be, you know, on Pro 2 or Pro 4, even on Score and many other series. And then we get to learn a lot more and develop a lot more. But because we're limited to 37 and because we have that limitation of which class and what we can do, we haven't really jumped forward to go further into advancing, um, collecting more data to, you know, create future tire at the moment. But, you know, at the same time, when we don't do that with the racing, we still do it with, you know, the manufacturers as, as well. So when we work with, you know, FCA, for instance, you know, it's not more like, hey, can you guys build a tire for this size? I mean, their criteria is down to every little spec. So we go through everything. So we learn as we're working with the uh, manufacturers as much as we learn from, you know, working with the drivers. So, um so yeah i think there's a lot of things we want to do to advance our technology but right now because we're limited to a certain class we're only able to do certain things you know but at the same time we're happy where we are right now and we we have to focus a little bit more onto the new the two new patterns right now so the roading mtx i think when it comes to racing we'll keep it slow growth we're not going to just go jump in and try to do something crazy right now but so far it's been going well so we're I wouldn't say we're learning a lot. I think it's we realize a lot what it's able to do. So I think that's a good thing too. You know, building a confidence within within our own team makes a big difference too. So hopefully that answers your question on that part. Well, Paul, as a, a Nexon tire owner, I, I certainly hope that uh, Nexon continues uh, in uh, the doing well in the, the tire making industry because I want to I don't want to find something and then uh, not be able to get it. You know, it's it's kind of like it's one of the things that we're doing here on the show by giving away the Nexon tires. We're kind of like a heroin dealer. We get you hooked, <laughs> and then you and then you got to have some yourself, and you're willing to pay anything to get them. The great thing is, is that the I haven't priced some recently, but I was really surprised uh, how great a tire the Nexon tire uh, Nexon tire Rodian MTXs are uh, that they were so much cheaper, and uh, then uh, like say the BFGs for example. 
and uh, I, it was it was a great surprise to me when I went to get this uh, this latest set for the Gladiator, which I think I spent around twelve hundred dollars. Now I've had them for over a year now, and of course a lot of things have changed in a year. So I think that um, like an online tire store, I was looking at them, uh, they were up around eighteen hundred for the thirty fives, thirty five twelve and a half by a seventeens. So uh, prices changed drastically, but like you already mentioned at the front part of the show. Uh, the so as the the cost of uh, getting them from uh, uh, Korea over here, and there it, and when you say Korea, you're 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 talking about South Korea, not North Korea, right? <laughs> of course, North. Come on, <laughs> then, I gotta, that, we got to smug, smuggle it out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be a big plug. Now coming from North Korea. <laughs> That'll be funny, though. <laughs> well, Paul, I can't thank you enough for for being with us tonight. You know how the kids love the social media. How can uh, how, how can the the kids see pretty pictures of tires and race cars and off road vehicles uh, from from NextEntireUSA.com? Of course, we mentioned the site several times. You can always go there. But are you guys on the uh, the Instagram, the TikTok, those other ones? Yes, everything is same using exactly the same Next Entire USA. So it doesn't matter which platform. Um, just go next entire USA, then that's where you'll find us. Right. Well, we've had uh, had Paul on the show before, so you can go to our back catalog and hear that interview. Uh, it, it, it's always fun having you on uh, on the show, Paul, and uh, we shouldn't have waited so long to have you back, but uh, we'll have to have you back again uh, very, very soon. Oh, definitely. Thank you. I mean, it's always nice to be on and just, you know, and this time, especially talking to the listeners, I think that's it's a good experience. I mean, I actually like that. I was kind of nervous in the beginning, but I was like, "Oh, you know what? This is fun." Oh you no, know? these are jeepers. You know, you you run and I'm around a jeeper with too. Yeah, so. you run around with jeepers all the time, so it's it's just like that. So, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Mutual understanding. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. All right. Well, that's another great show, another great roundtable. And I hope I'm not patting myself on the back whenever I say that, but I, I enjoyed it, and I figure if I enjoy it, you guys got to enjoy it too. So, uh, and, and I guess technically you must, you have to have enjoyed it too. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Paul, um, we appreciate Paul being here with us. And uh, like I said, we're going to have him on again uh, really, really soon. Hey, I want to thank Paul at uh, from NextEntireUSA.com once again for being with us tonight. And of course, all the people in the Zoom meeting. The Jeep Talk Show has four episodes a week. That's a lot of Jeep Talk Show to keep you informed and entertained. We love hearing from you. Reach out to us in many different ways, all of which are at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You just go over there and you can see all the different ways that you can reach out to us. You can call us. You can email us. Hell, you can use Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok. Uh, They have ways of sending us messages. Oh, and speaking of social media, don't forget to use the hashtag or pound Jeep Talk Show and the hashtag giveaways in all of your social media posts. That's not asking too much, is it? <laughs> hey, keep listening for another NextEntireUSA.com Rodian MTX Tire giveaway. You know, once you have a set, uh, we think you'll be hooked. Podcasting since 2010. 